Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <sighs> Hold on a minute. Bear with me, just trying to find my my happy place where I don't have to think about the conservatives, the general right-wing hellscape, or in particular, Suella Braverman. Hi, that'll do for now. Right, so Suella Braverman, that fountain of humanity, generosity, warmth and love. What's she done this time? Well, no doubt something imbued with the milk of human kindness. Honestly, I don't think I should actually you know, be shocked or disgusted or horrified with these people. You know, I should, you know, maybe lose my capacity for that. Or maybe I shouldn't, because that's when it becomes normalised. Now, Suella Braverman did a speech in the House of Commons about the government's official counter-extremism programme, which is called Prevent, which, by the way, has all sorts of problems, to say the least, which I won't go into now. That's probably for another video. But she was referring to a review undertaken of that programme by this guy called Sir William Shawcross. This is a guy, just so we're aware, who once said, Europe and Islam is one of the greatest, most terrifying problems of our future. I think all European countries have vastly, very quickly growing Islamic populations. Yeah, he sounds like a really appropriate guy to adjudicate on what constitutes extremism and not. Anyway, he had a review at the home offices, um, on, the, on the review, home offices, sorry, take on right-wing politics of an extreme flavour, let's put it that way. Let's hear what Suella Braverman had to say. Riku has failed to draw clear distinctions between mainstream conservative commentary and the extreme right. People like my right honourable friend, the member for North East Somerset and Douglas Murray express mainstream, insightful and perfectly decent political views. People may disagree with them, but in no way are they extremists. Prevent must not risk any perception of disparaging them as such again. From now on, all Riku products which report on extremist trends and in future themes in, and in future themes will clearly state the purpose of such reporting and be proportionate. Mainstream, insightful and perfectly decent. Really? Is that what we actually think, is it, officially in this country about the views of Douglas Murray? Now let's just have a little sift through his some of his publicly stated comments, because he's obviously been active for a very long time. Just let's just take a handful and see if we think they are, as Suella Braverman puts it, mainstream, insightful and perfectly decent. In 2006, he gave a speech at the Dutch Parliament in which he stated, Conditions for Muslims in Europe must be made harder across the board. Europe must look like a less attractive proposition. It is late in the day, he, he said in the same speech, but Europe still has time to turn around the demographic time bomb, which will soon see a number of our largest cities fall to Muslim majorities. It has to. All immigration into Europe from Muslim countries must stop. In the case of a further genocide, such as that in the Balkans, sanctuary would be given on a strictly temporary basis. Now, please explain to me, like I'm a five-year-old, 
What other way there is of interpreting this other than expressing publicly a desire for collective punishment and for seeing Muslims as a collective threat? If this isn't Islamophobia, quite literally a fear of Muslims in this case, then what is? Mainstream, insightful and perfectly decent. Now let's just take his response to the London Bridge attack, horrific attack, on June 2016, back in June 2017. I'm sure many of you remember it well. Um, this is what Douglas Murray said in response to this horrendous terrorist attack. While everyone should remember this as a minority of people who would do such an atrocious act, it nevertheless obviously comes from Islam. It's a problem that comes from Islam. Murray calls for a bit less Islam in this interview, and the first step, he says, is to reduce immigration. The first thing is you slow down or you halt the current flow of people. That is the absolute bare minimum. Mainstream, insightful, and perfectly decent. Now, the vast majority of Muslims in Britain and beyond would obviously abhor these sorts of terrorist attacks and would, I would say, very passionately rebuke the idea that they come from Islam, and they would argue the tenets of Islam would contradict these sorts of terrorist attacks. But for nonetheless, for Murray again, the response again hints at collective responsibility. This is something innate to Islam. Now, let's just take apart this actually particular point, because it is a nonsense to suggest this form of terrorism, that this kind of terrorism or kind of going around randomly killing civilians is specific to Muslims or Islam. For example, in the United States, 75% of all domestic extremist-related killings in the 2010s were the responsibility of right-wing extremists, with just 20% being the responsibility of domestic Islamist extremists. So far, far more were killed by far-right extremists than Islamist extremists. Now, last year, according to the Anti-Defamation League, all extremist-related domestic killings in the United States were conducted by far-right extremists. Not a single killing by anybody else. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One of the worst terrorist attacks in the 21st century in Europe was in Norway back in 2011, when the far-right extremist Anders Breivik murdered dozens of predominantly young socialists. Do you know why he justified the mass slaughter of dozens of terrified young socialists on the island of Utoya? Do you know why he justified it? Because his argument was that the left 
because of its support for immigration, was essentially Islamifying, Islamifying Europe. He saw them as complicit in Islamization, that Muslim hordes were taking over Europe and all the rest of it. Now, you know, they were conspiring to destroy European civilization. So what we're talking about there was an Islamophobic attack. It wasn't an attack conducted by a Muslim extremist. It was an attack motivated in part by hatred of Muslims. Quite the reverse then. Or take the 2019 Christchurch massacre in which an Islamophobic terrorist targeted two mosques in New Zealand and murdered 51 people. So actually there's plenty of examples of white far-right extremists often specifically or in large part driven by hatred of Muslims. Not something you could say is here we have a problem with terrorism and the problem is it's all it's coming from Islam. That's not what the facts say. Now let's take another example. Tommy Robinson, a far-right extremist, a criminal who's been repeatedly locked up, who Douglas Murray says has never said a racist thing, calls him a working-class guy who doesn't have a PhD and is worried about his country. I refuse to join in the demonization. I don't think he's a racist. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Mainstream, insightful, and perfectly decent. Murray also said this. London has become a foreign country. In 23 of London's 33 boroughs, white Britons are now a minority. Excuse me. Sorry. Why did that make London a foreign country? What he's saying here is that those not classified as white Britons have made London a foreign country. So such a statement reduces Britons who aren't white, black, Asian, whoever, as foreign. It doesn't matter if they were born here or have British passports or how long they resided here. They're suddenly outside of the idea of being British. They're lumped in with the label foreign. Mainstream, insightful and perfectly decent. After the census then, it was hardly a surprise that Douglas Murray tweeted, I see many commentators on the census results saying, so what if people who identify as white British are a minority in London, Birmingham, Leicester, Manchester, etc.? Just one answer is because we never voted for this. Quite the opposite, in fact. What's he even talking about here? When was that vote? Anyone remember that vote? On keeping cities white? Oh yeah, of course, the great cities white referendum that we had. I don't remember that being on the ballot paper myself. Maybe my memory's a bit hazy. And again, what does this say about his views of the Britishness of those who aren't white? I should know, by the way, do you know where Douglas Murray lives? Get this, he lives in New York City. Why don't you go and live somewhere full of white people? Why don't you go and live in Alabama? Not Alabama, sorry. Alabama has areas, large areas of white people. Uh, you get often, despite what happened with the civil rights movement, heavily segregated areas. Go and live in a overwhelmingly white area of Alabama or Utah. Why live in a mixed city like New York City? Now, mainstream, insightful and perfectly decent. You see, the only argument I would say in defence of how mainstream these truly horrendous views, in my view, are, it's my legitimate perspective, um, is, is that Islamophobia in particular is a legitimate form of prejudice in Britain. Look at our media outlets constantly dripping in anti-Muslim prejudice, where they can say things which are wrong, as the Sun and the Times newspaper have about Muslims, and then issued corrections months later with far less prominence. Boris Johnson, our former prime minister, who once described veils worn by Muslim women, and we compared them to bank robbers and letterboxes, literally driving a spike in anti-Muslim hate crimes in the aftermath. So fine. I mean, I suppose on a technicality, that makes them mainstream. But I think this is really showing, it really showing where the conservatives are heading. They're heading for opposition. I think that's almost certainly the case. 
but they are going to become increasingly driven by these sorts of views. That's what they're going to do in opposition. They're going to be, you know, culture wars on acid and where the likes of Douglas Murray are celebrated as great, respectable thinkers. And that's a process that's been going on in the British right, the American right, and the right in much of continental Europe. And it's scary. It is terrifying. Because the right is increasingly becoming extreme. And in much of Europe, we've already got in Italy, where parties with extremely, uh, extremely extremist pedigrees, let's put it that way, are in power. But in Austria, the far right's ahead in the polls. In the likes of Hungary, whose regime has been repeatedly praised by Douglas Murray, which isn't, I, would, I wouldn't describe as a democracy anymore, has a far right authoritarian regime. You look at this and worry that the lights are going out. But we've got to speak out against it. It's important because this is becoming normalised. And that, that normalisation, I worry, could lead us, politically speaking, to a dark place indeed. Anyway, please like, subscribe, please support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.